0: Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast um, with your host, Tara Burnett. That's me. Um, I am just um, sitting at home. Oh, my God, my brain. And the snow is finally melting in Victoria. We just had like a dump of snow. So I have a bit of cabin fever because I've been stuck inside my house for like two days but after this i'm going to hit the gym and maybe go to starbucks and get a coffee or something um but i am so excited to bring this podcast to you because i've been really like contemplating it for a while and i keep wanting to add more and more but i'm just gonna go for it and this might be like a two episoder (laughs) um but i really want to chat about neville goddard so neville goddard is a spiritual teacher from i think the 1940s and he has like a number of videos and kind of seminars recorded on YouTube, and then some amazing audiobooks. So I started by listening to How to Manifest Your Desires. That was the first one. Me and Lauren both became addicted, panting <laughs> because I just went and put Rosie outside and ran back. In. <laughs> um, and then I started listening to The Feeling Is a Secret. And if you wanted like a short kind of concise intro to Neville. I would definitely pick up that Audible. It's only 40 minutes long and really condenses everything. And then I just bought, um, 14 hours of, it's called the complete reader and it's like 10 of his books, I believe. And I mean, it's all kind of very similar information just said in kind of slightly different ways, which I really find helpful. Like I find the repetition really, um, really helpful, really kind of reassuring (laughs) and, um, just really like, it just hits me every time. I just love, every time I listen to Neville, I am just like, yes, this is easy. So I started using his techniques and some things have been manifesting quite quickly. So, the first thing was paying off my credit card in full and I'll tell you about the process, but that happened really quickly for me. And then the second one was manifesting my soulmate and now I'm kind of using his process. Um, I was kind of like playing with the idea of like, I really want to have a million dollar business this year, but it feels like a bit far away. So I'm kind of shifting focus, but we'll see. Cause I mean, what is far when you're manifesting? Also it's 11, right now. So that's cool. So, First thing that he says to do, it's a lot to do with visualization and imagining, he calls it. So Neville's belief is that like, if we're going to get into kind of the more religious aspect, he uses a lot of the Bible and he talks about how we are God, God is like within all of us and we have the same powers of God because... The, the main thing was in the Bible, God says his name is I am. So, whenever you are using the name I am, you are really like instilling that power within you, is kind of how I took it. So, that's why I am statements can be so powerful. And he, I've been using that a lot as well. So, I was using, like, I have paid off my credit card in full, and then I was like, I am worthy of my soulmate love story, um, and those were some different things that I used when I was manifesting. So with the visualization, he recommends, step one, get clear on what it is that you want. So I'm going to use an example that I was just playing with this morning, because I really want to have an abundance of money so that I feel totally secure. Charlie, stop. Um, so that I can write a book and really create a YouTube channel. I really want to start YouTubing. So um, my step one, what do I want, is $30,000 or more in my bank account so I can just feel totally at ease and be like, okay, I can just focus on my book and YouTube for the next few months um so i i wrote that out so write out exactly what it is that you want and i said i want $30,000 sitting in my checking account so i can write and create without fear or worry especially because i'm getting married and we're doing a lot of traveling and there's all sorts of things coming up that i want to just make sure that i'm like totally taken care of for and then what is the end result so sometimes it's like we say we want the money but do we actually want the money or do we want like the trip like what are you spending the money on so for me the money promotes a feeling of security and the end result is like I'm working on my book and I'm YouTubing full time. And that is like my end result. So it's not really about the money, it's about the security and the free schedule and like creating content. And that's what I'm like kind of focused on. So but definitely seeing the money in my bank account is a big part of that. So the knowing that I am taking care of. So what is your end result that you really want? Write that down. And then you wanna come up with a scene. So that signifies that this um, kind of end goal has been accomplished. So you can play around with it, visualize a bit. You wanna come up with something that brings up emotion and excitement, and you can really like get into the feeling of it. And that does take practice. But so for me, my scene is like sitting at my table, my computer is open next to me. I can see there's $30,000 in my checking account. I know that I'm totally taken care of. And then I'm just like, I am writing my book. I'm creating YouTube content. I have the whole day just free to focus on whatever it is that I want. Research, writing, creating workouts, that sort of thing. So that is like my scene is seeing the money there and then turning my focus to be like oh my gosh i'm starting my book my outline is in front of me and i'm putting it all together that sort of thing so that is my scene and then you just you really want to kind of feel the feelings and kind of capture it in a single phrase so for me it's like i am so taken care of and i'm writing my book um and that is kind of the technique so so you want to have your scene set ready to go one that brings up a powerful feeling and emotion. Oh my god, the cat is literally driving me crazy right now. She's like she's already gone outside and inside in the length of this podcast and then just stepped on my phone and is meowing and I'm going to kill her. Um but I love her so much. <laughs> so then the process is every single night as you fall asleep you want to induce like a sleepy state and that is because that's the best way to penetrate your subconscious. And the other tips behind penetrating your subconscious is bringing up a powerful feeling and emotion and a powerful image. So that's why creating this quick scene in your head that signifies it being done is a really powerful practice. So. Remember, you don't want to. You want to really skip to the very end. Like, don't skip to partway through because you're just kind of creating more blocks. Like, what is the very end result? And then you're not worrying about the how at all. I'm not worrying or trying to plan out how this thirty thousand dollars is going to get into my bank account. I'm just saying this is what I want in the end, and I'm seeing and surrendering and letting go and and letting see what. Co- oh my god, I can't talk. <laughs> and then seeing what comes through. So. You're going to replay that little movie again and again as you fall asleep every single night and you'll know when it's really sunk in when you do it and you're like, yeah, this is done. Like this is happening. I feel it. You can really get into the feeling like practice. What do you see here? Smell, taste, touch, really get into that visualization, be intentional and it's okay. Like it takes practice. Like I would say, try and set a timer for 10 minutes and keep replaying it again and again, um, excuse me, on a loop and then you'll start to get to a point where you just know with so much certainty that this is going to be in your reality, like at any moment. And it's so powerful. So I recommend just continuing to do that until it comes into your reality, but also letting go and surrendering. So I know this is like the hardest thing, but really trusting that like, it's happening for me. It's done. It's like done in this alternate reality where I've been visualizing and I can trust and let go. So that is one of his big, that's kind of his biggest teaching is that visualization and using that. And I love it. And then there's a bunch of other things that he kind of uses, which is daily revision. So I love this idea, and I did it recently, and it worked very well for me. Um, Basically, the daily revision is every night before you go to bed, you are recreating your entire day and making sure it all went how you wanted. So you're almost like redoing the past in order to change the future, which is super interesting, and I know this is getting very meta, but... It actually works like crazy. I'll tell you a story about that. So you are going to any scenes that happen throughout the day. Let's say you had like a confrontation with your boss and you could recreate that scene in a way that it ended really well. They were receptive to your news or maybe you didn't get like the promotion that you wanted. So you could recreate that image in your mind of like, I got offered the promotion. How does that feel? Really just create your dream day every day as you fall asleep. It's almost like you're rewriting history. Because when we like habits are so important and if we are thinking the same thing every single day and recreating the same reality every single day, why not start changing it after it's already been done and shifting your thoughts about it and the feelings and emotions because that is going to change everything moving forward so you're building momentum for the next day and you're also kind of like forgiving and changing the past let's say if you did something that you regret you can like replay that in your mind and really forgive yourself forgive the other person that sort of thing so you're not holding on to it moving to the next day you are you can recreate anything in your mind so just remember that this is such a powerful tool and my story around that is that um, a, a few days ago I was coming home from Ontario visiting my new fiance. He's gonna be here in three days. I'm so excited. And um, I left my debit card in in Ontario, and then I realized as I was getting the cab from my from the airport to my car that I also forgot my credit card or lost my credit card. I left it on the plane. So what happened was when I was on the plane, Charlie. Oh, these animals. When I was on the plane, I bought a breakfast meal and I was so tired. I had no sleep and I took my credit card and I tucked it. I thought I tucked it in my journal, but I think I tucked it in the airplane pocket. And then when I left, obviously I left it there. So I had no way to pay this cab driver. It was so stressful. I was like running into my friend's house trying to find some money. She wasn't home. I didn't have any money in my car. I didn't know what to do. Eventually what happened is that I had a picture of Trevor's credit card, so I we, like, typed it in and used his credit card, which was funny. I had to call him after and be like, so I had to use your credit card for a cab? Um, but then I decided when I got home that I would recreate that, so I revised it. So I sat in my chair, I, like, induced the sleepy state, and I just imagined that when I was in the cab, I easily pulled out my credit card um from my purse and it was there and everything was taken care of and i didn't i just paid the cab driver easily and effortlessly got home i didn't have to go get a new bank card and all this stuff and feel all stressed and flustered and i kid you not you guys i forgot to mention this when i was in the cab searching everywhere for my credit card i pulled everything out of my backpack i took out my journal i shook it i flipped through every page like i'm not kidding i looked in every nook and crevice for this credit card and then after the revision, I pulled out my journal and the credit card is literally sitting, it's like plain sight, half in, half out, tucked into a page. I was just like, what the fuck? I was so baffled. So that was a crazy story and I'm glad that I found my credit card um, and that's pretty cool. The next one. So you can do that for anything and, and he just recommends doing that every day. And then just some more kind of tips is really as soon as we transform ourselves, the world is going to kind of merge and reform with our trans-transform self. So he really talks a lot about killing the old self which or the old version of self, and you want your new idea of self to take over everything else. So if I'm becoming a millionaire manifestation teacher... I want to let go of all the other evidence that is saying that I'm not that and really turn all my focus on it. So you want to become really emotional and excited and really love the idea of where you're headed and where you are and really step into like, I am this. You want to be being what it is that you desire, and that's going to merge everything around you to create that into your reality. And um, yeah, it's just really like stop telling the old story. So we talk about this a lot in Mind Magic. Stop talking about what is, stop talking about what used to be, only talk about where you're headed and and like the whole delusional manifesting thing I think I've talked about on the podcast before is like step into that version of you and don't accept anything, any evidence to the contrary. Like I am a millionaire manifestation teacher and I will only look at evidence that supports that and I will only live in that state until it becomes my reality and he talks also about like nothing there's nothing to change but the concept of self so changing your concept of self is going to change your entire reality around you which is it just makes me feel so much more powerful and in control of what's happening and the fact that all i need to do is like i need to focus on my own thoughts my own actions my own behaviors and habits and that is going to change everything else surrounding me and i've seen it happen you guys like magic it's it's the most amazing practice, and I'm so excited to do the podcast where I announced that my business has hit a million dollars. Um, and then they, he talks about how love and hate are two very powerful emotions. That's why war and hate and all that can, can just create such a massive impact on everyone's reality. But love is just as powerful. So really infusing love into your meditations and your practice and that image that you want, like love where you're headed, love where you are, bring in that love and emotion and feeling and that is going to supercharge your uh, manifestation practice. And then he talks about inner speech. So really making sure that your inner conversation is matching your fulfilled desire. So. We attract what we are being, what we are, not what we want. And he says, the art of life is to sustain the feeling of the wish fulfilled and let things come to you, which I absolutely love. And it really takes away that whole premise of the how. So stop trying to figure out the how and just start being as if it's already done. So is your inner talk matching what you would say audibly if you had reached your goal? So if I was a millionaire manifestation teacher, would I be saying, I can't afford that? Would I be saying, um, oh my God, I'm so stressed about money. I don't know how I'm going to write this book. No, which is making me realize that I'm really not um, doing this. I haven't been fully adopting my new mantra yet. Um, And your inner speech is calling the events into existence around you. So you do not need to figure out the how you just need to really start monitoring your inner talk, your inner speech. Are you saying what you would be saying? Are you thinking and feeling and being what you would be doing if your desire had already manifested? Um, And then the last kind of part is the acceptance of the end wills the means. So again, you do not need to know the how, all you truly need to do is be what you desire. And that's where the whole visualization practice comes in is really creating that end result in your mind and accepting it and being like, this is done. And living from that place, living from the fact that it's already done is going to bring it into your reality so quickly. And this is what I talk about in dream body. This is what I talk about when I manifested Trevor. And it's just being in a place of it already being done. And I know that it in your reality, it's not done yet. But remember that you are creating your reality. So the faster that you can believe that it's done and that's happening, and you have created this new reality for yourself, the faster it's going to come into your reality. And that's the one thing about Manifesting that I find what makes me good at it is that I'm gullible and easily convinced. So I can easily convince myself of things that are happening, even when it may look otherwise. But your faith in the final result is going to move mountains. It is going to bring in all the ideas, opportunities, people, income, and feelings and emotions that you need in order to make it a reality. And all you need to do is live as if it's done, and follow the things that feel good for you, that, that feel like I really want to do that, those are your nudges, that's the universe guiding you um, along the way, and like some nudges that I had were like, go to Toronto um, to surprise Lauren, and that led me to my soulmate, and some of the nudges I had around my credit card were like, offer the Cyber Monday sale, and that paid it off, um, what other nudges did I have? Um, not just around my credit card, I guess, would be doing the revision and then um finding it in my bag. So <laughs> there's some pretty amazing things you can do. These are just a little bit of the things that Neville teaches. I'm gonna do another podcast episode on this, and I also want to do a podcast episode on weight gain and intuitive eating, because I feel like that is coming up a lot for people, and I really want to address that. So expect the next few episodes about Neville and intuitive eating. And I will talk to you guys soon. Thank you so much for listening. Bye.